Welcome to Wrestling Goons Radio, the podcast from the IWC for the IWC. And this is our special NXT TakeOver Dallas preview and prediction show. We've got the whole card going on for you tonight. Brian Compton, my co-host, is going to be with me here in one minute. He'll be live with you in Dallas, Texas at TakeOver and WrestleMania. Stay tuned for everything we got coming ahead. I want to thank everybody listening to us on Max Sports Channel and Power Station FM. If you're listening to us online at WrestlingGoonsRadio.blogspot.com, thank you very much. You can get us on iTunes and Stitcher as well. Just look for Wrestling Goons Radio. Brian, welcome to the show. You are live in Dallas, currently waiting to meet Bray Wyatt, I hear. Go ahead and uh, tell us, everybody, what's going on in Dallas today, buddy. Thank you for having me today. Uh, you are correct. I am hours away from meeting Bray Wyatt at the Irving Mall here in Dallas, or here in Irving, right outside of Dallas. Super excited. I already got my wristband, so right now it's just a matter of waiting. Uh, it's going to be the first 300 people at the Irving Mall today, and I am fortunately one of those 300 people. So excited to, to see that, and I am pretty sure by the time I get out of there, it's going to be straight to the K. Hutchison Arena for NXT TakeOver Dallas. Well, we'll probably be bringing you a post-show tonight as well. As soon as Brian is done catching his breath, this is going to be just a crazy night for him. And we're glad to have Wrestling Goons Radio represented here at TakeOver and WrestleMania. Brian, obviously you want to tell everybody real quick about your beard to WrestleMania that you're going to tell Bray Wyatt about as well. Yes, I, I do have a campaign that I'm going to start April 4th. I, you know, people that know me, I'm not a uh, stranger to a beard, and it is one of my my passions. So, what I'm going to do is start April 4th and grow my beard out until the following WrestleMania. So, fighting the urge to trim it and shape it and do anything to it, just going to let it do its thing. And you know what we should do, Brian, is we should find some kind of charity to team up with this, and maybe we can, at the end of this, maybe get some kind of money raised for some big kind of charity. I'm I'm all for that. Uh, definitely, I uh, know with No Shave November, they do a lot of things with uh, prostate cancer. So it's definitely something that I'm open to, if we could find the right candidate to, to help us. Yeah, that goes to any of our listeners out there as well. If you have something that you're passionate about that you think that we should partner with, let us know. We'll be more than happy. We just want to help make the world a better place. Brian, take over Dallas, as you said, a couple more hours away. Uh, we're going to start the card off with what we assume is going to open the night. We can only hope so. So we think it's the worst match. Elias Sampson and Apollo Crews. Now, Brian, Elias seemed to have a little bit more personality at the last NXT show they did on Wednesday. He did come out and sing a song that actually rhymed and kind of made sense. He's the drifter, I get that, but other than that, isn't Elias Sampson just a jobber that's going to get Apollo over? Absolutely. I, I don't see Elias Sampson really taking any kind of lead in this match. I mean, maybe he'll get the early on lead, but as far as charisma, for me, I don't see any charisma in the guy. And it's just too slow of a build right now for his character to work. I don't really know where they're going with it, but maybe I'm not supposed to know where they're going with it. I think they want him to be a mysterious character. 
but I can't see him ever being somebody relevant. That's just my personal opinion. As far as the winner, me and Brian are both convinced that Apollo is going to crush this guy. He needs to. Is Apollo going to be in the title picture anytime soon, Brian? I will say yes. It will be there soon. And that's going to allude into some of the predictions for later in this podcast. All right, sounds good, sounds good. Apollo Crews, the future is bright for him, and we don't really know much about where it lies. Samson is going. One of our two new debuts in NXT tonight will mean Austin Aries, the greatest man to ever live. He's going to take on Baron Corbin after Baron viciously attacked him on the night that he was signed to NXT. We haven't seen Austin and Baron interact. I like that. I think they've done a good job at keeping them apart. It makes me more excited for this match tonight. Brian, I am worried about Aries being able to work the style that Corbin does. Like he's not going to be able to do his brain buster moves and such. And you're obviously excited for this match. How do you see it going? I'm I'm de- definitely excited for this match. I'm the Baron Corbin guy, and that's the unpopular vote that I've noticed. But he's a lone wolf for a reason. You don't come into the business to make friends and he hasn't he's made a ton of enemies and austin aries is going to have a really hard time trying to get this guy off his feet and it should make for a, a good psychology driven match i mean you're going to see a lot of running drop kicks and such i can see that but uh yeah Austin's a great seller and he's gonna have to sell a lot to baron i see aries winning this match but to your point about baron corbin I'm one of those guys that have come around. I think the WWE Breaking Ground show did a lot to help me understand his character. And because in the beginning, I was just like everybody else. Here's this football player that doesn't take it seriously. But he really does. He just wants to be the best at what he does. And he's, by all means, no pun intended, he's a dick. And it shows you that on the network, and that's what a heel should be. And you can just tell by watching these last few episodes of the NXT. Barry Corbin has came into his own as a top heel. He's named roster ready, but I'm just not really sure where he would fit in right now. What do you think? Right now, I'm I'm enjoying him on NXT way too much to put him on the roster because he's not going to get as much airtime on on the main roster, and we all know this. You know, i.e. Tyler Breeze, Neville, and right now. He is the anti-indie wrestler. I mean, he is basically hated by all the fans who love the indie guys, and he found a niche that works. I mean, I would love to see him in a title picture. I feel like he needs to be in there before Apollo Crews. We'll definitely see how that goes. Uh, he beat Apollo, I think. They swap wins. Maybe I could be wrong. I'll have to go back and look on history of that. But they're both definitely going to be top stars. But who do you see winning the match? Will it be Aries or will it be Corbin? Oh, it's definitely going to be Corbin. Uh, all right. Well, we differ. I think Aaron is winning. Aries is winning in his debut. I think Corbin's putting him over. I would like to see more of Aaron Corbin and William Regal. Their interaction has really got me enthralled, but it, I don't know if they're going to go anywhere with it. They need to because I like Baron challenging the authority. That could lead to something on the main roster later. It's just a way to push his character even farther. The next match we're going to get to, Brian, is probably going to be the most exciting match we're going to see on the night. 
and that'll be the Revival versus American Alpha, the tag match. You got two styles here that are so polarizing different, but put together, it's gonna make the perfect tag match. You have American Alpha, who everything they do is technical and perfect, and then you have the Revival, who is nitty and gritty, it ain't pretty. They say no flips, just fist, and that's what they mean. Brian, how do you see this match going? I, I really don't even have any words right now for this match. This match will most likely steal the show. You know, not taking away from Finn and uh, Samoa Joe, but the the tag titles need to be on Alpha. I mean, American Alpha. Uh, you know, last month they need to be on them. So I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be high paced. You've got all of the suplexes by. Uh, Gable, it's just gonna be amazing. Yeah, and I'm right. You're gonna see them have to sell because that's what the revival does. They beat you down. I'm anxious to see how they get to the finish. Like, I want to see how they get Dash and Dawson. One of them is gonna be isolated because they're gonna hit their finisher. But like you said, American Alpha needs the titles. I feel bad that the revival is gonna lose it because the revival has been such a fantastic tag team champion. They literally came out of nowhere, kind of like Blake and Murphy, except for they're way, way better. Speaking of which, Blake and Murphy is another team that just won't be featured tonight. There's so many tag teams that got left off in this card. I was a little shocked we didn't have at least one more tag match. What about your thoughts on that? At least something to showcase the other tag teams, the VOD villains or Blake and Murphy. Just so that we have, say, a, a, a challenger, you know, soft, you have them, even just somebody to say, hey, tag titles changed at NXT Dallas. We won at NXT Dallas, so we should be the ones to challenge you for the titles now that you have the belts, you know. I'm assuming maybe that you're going to see some dark matches that we won't get on the card. And I'm assuming there you're going to have Enzo and Taz because for the life of me, I don't see how you can have such a big card like this and not have your biggest fans draw on the entire roster. They know every word to everything Enzo and Taz say, and they want to say it with them. And you're robbing the fans of that right, in my opinion. And don't tell me that you can't get it on the show. It's your own network. I... I see Enzo and Big Cash showing up at WrestleMania, so uh, that would be my prediction for them since they're not on the NXT card. But as far as the match at hand, obviously the popular vote is going to be American Alpha picking up the victory. I think it's going to be a lot of psychology on the hands of Dash and Dawson. It's really going to come down to the teamwork of Gable and Jordan in the end, and that's it's going to be too much for uh, Dash and Dawson to handle. I think the crowd is going to be an important variable in this match because as the Revival is doing their beatdowns and Gable and Jordan are having to sell, and I assume Gable is going to sell more than Jordan, the crowd really has to get behind them. And if they do and they're able to feed off that on the comeback, then that group is going to explode when American Alpha hits their finisher. It It's going to be insane. The... the like Finn and Joe, the the energy that they're gonna have from the crowd by the time they get out is gonna be insane. 
I must feel really, really bad for them because they're in such a bad spot. And you normally would say the last match is the best spot to be. Not on a card like this because the match we're about to talk about next. And by the way, I have American Alpha as well. The match we're getting here now is the one that me and Brian have waited to talk about. This is our main event, and if you don't agree with this, then you will after tonight. That just means you've never seen him before. Sami Zayn, in his last NXT match, we both assume is going to do the honors for the King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura. Sir, I just got, I just got like, goosebumps. Oh, my. I got chills, dude. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, now, no to me, please, just let him do the Michael Jackson thriller walk. Like, if they let him do that, then I'm I'm probably just going to have to pace laps around my house to calm down. So, Brian, how do you see this match going? Obviously, they're going to have to give him about 15 or 20 minutes, and Sammy's going to give him a hell of a fight. Oh, man. Like, is this going to be... Knees to the head, kicks to the head, just madness. You're going to have Sami Zayn. I think Sami Zayn will come out strong at the beginning once uh, Nakamura gets a feel of the crowd and, you know, the feel of the WWE wrestling as far as their booking goes. But I hope they don't tamper with the style. It doesn't look like they're going to, so I'm very optimistic about that. So it it's going to be a hard hitting match, and uh, it, it's just I can't wait. From everything I've seen, he's going to be the king of strong style, Shinsuke Nakamura. Like they're not changing anything. He even has his little red vest and the black long spandex pants. It, it really looks like they're changing nothing. What I'm worried most about is how they're going to get him in storylines. It was easier in New Japan because all they did was just keep the IC title on him forever and just had him fight whoever had that belt. I don't really know if Vince knows what he has on his hands and how great it can be. And that's not me being Nakamura Mark. That's just reality. This guy is head and shoulders an entertainer like we've never seen before. Can can we just go ahead and throw out the obvious. I know that Brock Lesnar and Nakamura have experience or history with each other. And They're actually friends. Uh, Nakamura yeah. trains with him whenever he's not wrestling. Can, can we just pray to the wrestling gods that Nakamura, when he gets to the main roster, is with Paul Heyman? That would be amazing because he wouldn't have to talk, even though Nakamura does speak very good English. Now, he... I think he sandbags that a lot because you're supposed to in Japan wrestling. When you come to America, you're supposed to act like you know more than, less than you really do. But he's very good at English, which makes AJ Styles, according to him, very easy to call matches with and work with. I, my only thing here is I think Sammy's going to give him a hello match and I'm good for it. I just wouldn't have rather it been Kevin Owens because I think you have a face versus face dynamic here. And the crowd is going to be torn on who to cheer for. Uh, yes and no. I, I kind of agree with you a little bit. But where I don't agree with you would be it's a face face dynamic, but it's not a storyline. It's more or less you have a face who's getting ready to leave, who is, quote unquote, the heart and soul of NXT. 
leading the way, so to speak, for, you know, the King of Strong Style, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling Superstar. That's leading him in the right path. You're getting everybody who's behind Sami Zayn, behind Nakamura. I mean, that can't really backfire on them at all. It's not like it's going to lead into a feud, most likely, either. So. Yeah, now they're going to shake hands when it's over. Which leads to my next question. How long is Nakamura down at NXT before nobody says, we got to have this guy? By the time they do the brand split, sir. So you're calling it pretty quickly. You're calling it before the summer. I I don't know. It's it's hard to say. You're going to have Samoa Joe down there still. I got plans for Samoa Joe that I'll talk about at the end of the show. But Yeah, I, I do too. And that's why I feel like he's still going to be down there. And people want to see Samoa Joe versus the King of Strong Style. Because let's, let's face it, they're going to beat the shit out of each other. I mean... That's one big guy versus the King of Strong Style. That's going to oh, be... Oh, that, that match is going to be almost as, as good, if not better, than the Brock Lesnar match that Nakamura had because Nakamura is so much more polished and experienced. Yeah, because Nakamura was a rookie then. He ain't a rookie now. I'm excited for it. We both have Nakamura winning this match. Uh, that's a given. But Sammy's going to give him a hell of a fight. That's a given as well. We're going to get into the co-main event. And this match here is going to be another one that probably goes about 15 or 20 minutes. For the first time, we're going to have to see Asuka sell for a while. She's it's really going to be a match where she just goes in and beats the crap out of Bailey for 15 minutes and Bailey gets no offense. However, I hate to break the Bailey fans' hearts out there, but Bailey is dropping this title to Asuka tonight. But have no fear, she will be on the main roster soon enough. Brian, how do you think this match going? <laughs> Bailey is just going to have a handed to her, sir. Uh, I just, I don't really see Bailey getting an upper hand. I really see Oscar controlling the match, controlling the pace. And maybe you could see some high risk maneuvers from Bailey as like. Bailey's gonna get some kicks in. Like they, they're not gonna sandbag Bailey or start to finish. Bailey's their top diva, or woman wrestler. They're they're not gonna sandbag her, but they're gonna have they're gonna make Oscar look very strong because you're gonna have Nia Jax returning, and you know that match is gonna happen between Oscar and Nia Jax, and you're gonna want somebody that's gonna be able to take it to Nia better than Bailey did. Bailey just choked her out and got a victory. Okay, so, but you said earlier in the week you didn't want a match that was like the Nia Jax match. But that's pretty much how it would be, because Nia Jax just beat the crap out of Bailey, and then at the very end, Bailey choked her out. I mean, Bailey, well, Bailey can't get her butt beat and lose the match. I don't think she's going to get her, her, her butt kicked. I think that, I mean, she will, but not the entire match. I think that Asuka's going to control the match. I think that Asuka's going to come out and have the upper hand. She's going to be the dominator of the match. You know, she's gonna win. She's gonna look strong regardless. But I think that Bailey's gonna put everything she has on the line, just like she has in the past with uh, Sasha Banks and her Iron Man, Iron Woman match. Excuse me. Um, I just I don't think that she's gonna have what it takes to beat Oscar, and she's not gonna be as dominant in her past as she was in her past matches. Uh, 
I don't think that she's winning, and I do agree with that. I think Austin's winning, as I said. But I think Bailey getting in more offense than you're gonna think she is because Bailey is getting ready to go to the main roster. I don't think there's any other reason that she would drop this title, and that just makes the perfect sense to me. And having Oscar run that division is what she's gonna do because other than Nia Jax, there isn't anybody on that roster that's gonna come through that has a shot to beat Oscar at all. And then when she gets to the main roster, they're going to have the same problem because she could have great matches with these women, that's fine and dandy, but it's not believable that they can beat her. She's that much better than everybody else. Oh, yeah, most most definitely. I mean, I, I would like to see Bailey get... I would like for it to be an even match. I just I don't see it. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you, sir. No, well, I mean, hey, I'm hoping for I'm a good Bailey match because I'm a, I'm a hugger. I got no problem admitting it. But uh, I also want to see Bailey daily on Monday Night Raw. So if that's the lesson of two evils, give me Oscar as your champ and I can swallow my pride. Hey, I mean, they're they're going to debut or rebrand the Divas title from what I hear. So maybe that would be a good turning point for him. Good segue speaking of debuts because we're at the main event. And the good guy, clean-cut Finn Balor, is going against the mean, dirty hill Samoa Joe. Could we have a roll swap by the end of this match, Brian? And by roll swap, I mean bulletproof BC. Absolutely, sir. And I've said this before, this is the reason I bought my ticket. Because I want to see Nakamura debut, and I want to see the debut of Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows. And I know they're here. I know they're in Dallas. I just want to see it happen. Yep, Carl was at the Performance Center. I have seen it. And just go ahead and dive right into the prediction because I'm too excited to wait. I do see Finn Balor dropping the belt clean to Samoa Joe. However, it will be after the match that the Bullet Club debuts with Finn Balor and they beat down Samoa Joe. They will be promoted to the main roster once Samoa Joe gets put into the main roster, that will be an automatic feud for them to. And you, and you spun it the other way, where the finish is Joe beats him, and then after the match, Joe wants to humiliate the shit out of him and just beats the crap out of him. Then the Bullet Club runs down for the save, then their faces. And I think that might be a lot easier having Finn be a face because the crowd loves Finn Balor. The crowd in NXT does love Finn Balor. No, he's going to be love Universal, man. He he will be, but let's face it. The crowds that go to NXT are not always the same crowds that go to the main shows. And Sami Zayn's a prime example. Right when he came the, out, they lost their minds. The crowds, and he doesn't get the same kind of ovation at the main. Uh, it's pretty loud. Yeah, but it's, it's not the same. And... Let's face it, everybody loves a hill. That's why Owens gets such a ovation that he does. He gets mixed reactions, but people love a hill. Finn Balor's not going to have any issues going to the main roster as a hill. It will do nothing but help his, his game and his career. Don't you agree, though, that WWE has such a lack of faces right now when you look at the faction world that they really need a face faction? That has some relevance. I mean, really, in this time, of, this day and age, 
what is a face because it's more or less you have tweeners and heels. Yes, I mean, the New Day is your face team right now, and they've changed nothing about their gimmick, which is they changed nothing to go heels. Like, they, they haven't changed anything, and they're able to flip-flop roles with this. They have changed. They don't come out and talk crap about the state that they're in or the okay. fans. All right, they took that out. But I mean, that's, that. that's a pretty big deal. You come out talking crap about Dallas— they're going to let you have it, but you come out talking crap about the League of Nations, they're going to be like, oh, yay. All right, well, then you need to go a step farther. If you're going to keep talking crap, then talk about the rival city that you're in. Do something like that. Get a crowd pop that way, but they need to associate geography back into what they're doing. That's my two cents. Don't know how we got on that. Oh, I guess because we're talking about the Bullet Club and their factions. But as for the match itself, Brian has Samoa Joe winning. I have Samoa Joe winning. I think Samoa Joe's time is now, and he needs the belt probably for a, all the way into SummerSlam, and then maybe by SummerSlam we see Samoa Joe on the main roster. But I would give him at least a good three or four months run with this belt. Uh, it's been a hell of a run for Finn. I really, when he took the title off Kevin, I didn't see it lasting this long, but he has really, really had a dominant run with this belt. Yeah, no, I agree. He really has. And there have been competitors, you know, that could step up and take it from him, but he's put on a hell of a match with each one of them and it's kept that title. But it's, he's come to a point now where he's not going to get past Samoa Joe. Yeah, it's just Samoa Joe's time. And as I said earlier, when Samoa Joe does come up, I mentioned this earlier, and I think it's perfect booking that Samoan Joe is Samoan. Everybody knows he is. The inside of their Samoan and Roman Reigns is Samoan. If you put Samoan Joe and Roman Reigns together, the possibilities are freaking endless for what you can do because you can literally flip-flop their role. Joe can go face the hill very easily, and it would be somebody for Roman to get some credential off of. I think it would be nothing but benefit his career. Do you think that Samoan Joe should join a faction like that, or is Samoa Joe meant to me by himself? I could I could see him joining a, a faction like that. Someone uh, someone like Samoa Joe would work good in in a uh, a gang like affiliation. Was he not in? Uh... Yeah, yeah, and that other company that uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Famous, yeah, he did the main event mafia. That that's what I thought. I was drawing some inspiration from something. But I couldn't remember what it was from, and I know that company doesn't exist anymore. Right? Yeah, they don't have a name. They exist. They're uh, they just don't even have their title recognized by PWI. Uh oh, because Mark said that the those companies don't get recognized in WWE. By yeah, them. yeah, they don't. They're not. They're not recognized. They said it on uh, will WWE talk about it on the Edge and Christian show? And Styles said, nope, they're not going to talk about. It. <laughs> I mean, is it really worth it? Nah, not really. I mean, why? I mean, they'll talk about WWE all day because they make some money. Their current champion is Drew Galloway, so they're they're making money off of everything WWE's made in the past. That brings us to uh, the end of the show. Takeover final thoughts, Brian, as you get ready to meet Bray Wyatt and head over into the arena for tonight's big show. Let me uh, catch my breath real quick. Calm down. I'll find my words I want to use. Uh, it's it's kind of overwhelming, actually. I'm 
this is my first NXT TakeOver event, first uh, WrestleMania weekend. So it's going to be insane. This this is the first for everything, actually. First time I ever met a, a WWE superstar. So I'm like a virgin popping his cherry today because I've got... I'm meeting Bray today. I'm going to NXT TakeOver in Dallas, and then I'm going to uh, WrestleMania. I just, it's kind of surreal a little bit. Kind of makes you want to pinch yourself to make sure you're not dreaming. Only all wrestling on radio when you get a Madonna reference to end the show, folks. That's what we do here. I want to go ahead and say that tonight is probably, as we all expect, better than WrestleMania. That shouldn't shock anybody that's a wrestling fan. Um... If you don't know much about TakeOver, watch the show tonight. You will definitely agree with us after you watch the show on Sunday, I'm pretty sure. Speaking of which, we had the WrestleMania show coming up. We're going to try to get that into you tomorrow. So we'll have that up before Sunday, and you can follow us along. We're going to have articles going up as well. We got a bunch of content coming at you in the following weeks, and the raw fallout is what we're really looking forward to. There's just so much we got to cover, and we're going to be with you the whole WrestleMania weekend every step of the way. I want to thank everybody listening to us on Max Sports Channel and Power Station FM, online at wrestlingnewsradio.blogspot.com. Find all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Plus, Instagram. Anything else that's out there, we probably have it. Get us on iTunes and Stitcher as well. Give us a subscribe and a like. We would greatly appreciate it. Just find Wrestling News Radio. Brian, have a good time tonight, buddy. Live it up. We want to get our court back on the podcast, hopefully later tonight on the post show. And uh, have a good one, man. Anything you want to say to the fans before we get out of here? Just make sure you're listening today. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Hashtag WrestleMania NXT TakeOver. Beard to WrestleMania. Look out for pictures for Bray Wyatt and NXT Dallas tonight. And thanks for the support. We appreciate it. As always, Wrestling Goons Radio, the podcast from the IWC for the IWC. I'm the host, Anthony Hammett, Brian Compton is my co-host, and we will see you when we see you.